Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the old life without. Who I was before I went to prison is not, was not who I was when I got to prison. Who I was before was very jovial. I had a real strong sense of humor. I got to prison and, you know, things were a bit more serious. I still kept my jokes, but you weren't able to broadcast just any jokes on your surroundings. You know, everything is much more calculated and so serious. It's like, you know, being sentenced to life without, because of that sentence, I'm automatically put on a level four, meaning I can't go any higher. I can't go any lower than a four and anything higher than a level four is, you know, whole time, you know, what they call a shoe program or whatever. Okay, so going from being, you know, 19 years old to getting locked up and, and, you know, walking through that whole jail process, jail, sitting in the Sacramento County Jail for almost three years, basically prepped me for prison. It's an, an adjustment period, uh, an opportunity to be able to do some fine tuning from, you know, all the stories that you hear about prison and, you know, guys walking around with magazines strapped to their body. Um, <laughs> the craziest part is I remember my man's told me about having like 15 National Geographics and he's, you know, before he goes to the yard, he's taping them to his body. And I was just like, even in the heat, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I was like, bruh. I'm not about to do any of that. He was like, well, then, you know, when the riots happen, you know, you get you get stabbed and the, the magazine to catch the play. I was just like, look, they just going to have to stab me. <laughs> they just going to have to stab me because that's something I'm not doing, man. I'm I'm a I, I run, you know, what I'm talking about if, if, if that's the case. But, you know, uh, outside of the joke, the joking aspect of it. You know, you can't no longer conduct yourself like a teenager, you know, a kid and all that. You have to come in and be serious so that others can take you serious. Uh, there's a tolerance check at the door. Um, you know, I came in, you know, both feet in because I already knew that one, I wasn't going to let anybody play me while I'm there. Yes, I am fighting for my freedom. But, you know, at the same time, I'm fighting for my sanity. You know, to get in there and then people see, oh, he's just trying to get in and get out. I mean, it's just crazy how some people think. And I told myself, even if they weren't thinking that, I told myself, I'm not going to be played while I'm here. You know, I'm going to come in. I know my case inside out by the time I get to prison. Now I need to learn the law inside out to be able to get out of prison in order to do that i have to be able to walk a clear across the yard from my building to the law library without dodging anybody if that makes sense you know it's like everybody knows that i'm there but he's on his own he's on his own time and that's uh what's 
really important. There's a lot of people that's in there trying to do everybody else's time. And I certainly didn't have the time for that to an extent. Now, don't don't get me wrong. You know, when I say to an extent, you know, I I got in my man, I got in my share of trouble, <laughs> you know, so let's not sit here in front. I wasn't no angel and I wasn't tiptoeing. You know, I, I man, I got in my share of trouble from inmates being in the way to guards being in the way. And I'm not saying in the sense of staff assaults or nothing like that or attacking on guards. But there are people that, you know, don't take your freedom as seriously as you do. So there is always an opportunity, you know, to there's always an opportunity for them to see how serious you are about getting out of prison. And in whichever fashion I have to do it, I'm going to do it. And once once I got outside of getting in trouble every so often, my escape was my escape became goals that I was setting. You know, my education aspect to where I actually had, I got my GED in 2006, not because I couldn't crack it, but because, you know, we were locked down so much and, you know, all the reading that I was doing really didn't do anything but prep me to take my GED. And it was one of those things to where, you know, as soon as the test, as soon as enough people actually wanted to take the test, I was on that first wave, got the GED and I'm telling you, two days later, the whole institution was locked down. So, you know, my my escape became from it went from setting goals like getting my GED to taking college courses, even though I I, I didn't because I, that was around that same time period when I was going to different prisons like every four months or something like that. And uh, to basically books became my salvation. You know, it was an, an opportunity for me to get out just based on whatever story I was reading. I was able to sit in here and visualize, you know, the scenery, the people, the food, you know, uh, man, even, you know, even the love that was in the book, you know, for however short a period it was, you know, I, I, I was able to relish in it, too, you know, until the storm came. And, you know, even case laws that I was reading you know, case law is actually a, a, um, a book in itself. It's a, it's a mini series uh, and the facts of the case walk you straight through from the before the crime took place to when it took place to how everything unfolded afterwards. So I'm I'm reading basically, you know, any and everything that I could get my hands on that all applied to my case. And it allowed me to, and, and the education aspect allowed me to be able to put it in story form on my habeas corpus, um, allowed me to be able to articulately speak to my, my appellant attorney, you know, Eric Weaver, and and build a better, maybe even a, a stronger communication with my with my mom and my aunt, you know, or, or whoever would, was willing to write me at that time, you know, it, you know, reading actually, uh, you know, there's a, a stretch of of time uh, to where, you know, you can't read books every single second and you can't write letters, you know, every single day, especially when you don't get a response. You know, there were, you know, I had a cruise ship 
of friends before I went to prison, you know? And throughout that whole process, I can count on one hand how many people, you know, came to visit. You know, it kind of put me in a mood to where, you know, it's uh, it's like three different stages, you know, how you, how you view friendship. It goes from, you know, extreme hurt and disappointment to, you know, the confusion of, I don't, you know, I don't get it, why? And then, you know, the anger does set, it sets itself up. But, you know, there's a fourth stage that I learned once I got to prison was to be able to just say, you know, you gotta keep moving. You know, I can't, I can't get out and hold the grudge. I can't get out and I'm still looking back towards friendships that, you know, obviously didn't mean as much as what I thought they meant. So then I find myself, you know, really basically while I'm incarcerated, becoming a better friend to myself so that I'm a better friend for those once I got out. Once I went through that whole prison process of, you know, reinventing myself, raising myself, uh, coming home, you know, I thought was going to be like a breeze, you know, in, in respects to dealing with people, uh, you know, the interactions, you know, when I came home, I immediately, I immediately got a job, you know, like. You know, big shout out to my folks, Debbie. She she uh, saw to it. She got me employment, and it was through one of my brothers in jail that had lined me up, and his wife hired me. And so coming home was it was an adjustment, all right? Not an adjustment like I saw a bunch of people out in some trees, and I just went and you know put my back against a wall and didn't move. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not saying that I did any of that. But, you know, the interaction with people was a lot different. You know, not, you know, as far as, you know, greeting somebody or saying hello or asking them how they're doing or conversation. But I'm talking about, you know, people that I once knew, you know, prior to prison that I'd run into. And you talk to them, you know, people are, you know, married, divorced a few times over. My mans and thems, they had kids, but, you know, for the most part, you know, coming home, I was astonished from walking into uh, walking into Winco. You know, that that grocery store didn't exist when I when I left. So, uh, you know, Ray, uh, Ray, what was it? Albertsons and Lucky's. <laughs> you know, these these were spots that was rolling. But when you know, I get out and there's you know Winco's or whatever, and I walk in the door and then you just see shelves of groceries. It's like, damn. Hey, hey, in the pen, in the pen, you go to the canteen window. Everybody had to stoop down to look into the window, you know, in the canteen, which wasn't probably a quarter of the size of your garage. That's about how much food we had. So, you know, to walk in and you have all these different, all these different uh, name brands and, you know, this size drawer, that size. And I, mean, I was just like, wow. I'm really back on the bricks, <laughs> you know, so 
and uh, it took me a minute, especially once, you know, I got past the first job and I ended up working for this hotel. The way that they word things, you know, if I was petty, I could take it wrong. And then, you know, but I wasn't institutionalized to the point where, okay, manager says that I did something wrong or I didn't move as fast as I should have. I'm not, you know, in the broom closet, you know, talking about breaking off a piece of metal and wrapping, you know, a cloth around it and waiting for him to reach a blind spot. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm not doing because that'll send me back to jail. So, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I, I took my, I took my licks, man, and and you know, I rolled with the punches and saw to it that I got the job done. You know, it's the, the whole aspect of uh, of team. So, you know, it's not one person that uh, gets the W, it's all of us. You know, I end up having a job to where I hurt my back on the job, all right? And this is, this is no joke, man. I couldn't walk, I didn't get out of the bed for like two days. That was, it was really embarrassing and I weighed the most, I weighed the most in the entire house. So I got a, a eight year old and an 11 year old trying to help me stand up. Plus my wife who doesn't weigh next to nothing. And you know, that's completely embarrassing. So that was one of the reasons that catapulted me to start Trend Consulting LLC, to be able to work for myself. Because I told myself that if I'm working this hard to make somebody else rich, I know for a fact I can put myself over the top. But I plan on doing it for those that sincerely need the assistance. They need they need the spokesperson. They need the advocate. They need the person that actually lived the experience to where I can pass that same message that they can't to their folks out here. Allowing everybody to understand what it's like what they're going through, how to be prepared for the return. And I really just wanted to start my business so that I could be that resource, that bridge for for those that are incarcerated and their families out here. Know those lawyers and the private investigators and paralegals that are actually doing the work and sincerely care about fighting for their client as well as their constitutional rights. So in the end, you have to lose yourself to find yourself to get to where you're going. And, you know, with me being out three years now, you know, I'm still paving that road. You know, I know, I know the things that I do know, but I know there are things that still, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So that's what I'm here for. And nobody can actually say that they know it all at whatever age, you know, that's what life is about. It's about growth. So here we are growing. Hey, I sincerely appreciate you guys listening. If you like, please support and subscribe. I definitely need to help. Any comments or questions, run them. I got you. All right. Y'all be solid. Peace.